Hello, thanks for choosing the Looms in Me podcast. We are all about growth and realistic self-betterment, both in our personal and professional lives. I'm Looms, and if you're anything like me, then you're doing a pretty passable job of adulting and just hoping for the best. So I hope this series helps you as much as it's helping me. There's a new episode every Sunday, but if you want more, then head to looms.me. We talk a lot on the podcast about how our thoughts cause our feelings, which determine our actions, which get us our results. When we like our results, then everything's gravy, but what if we don't like our results? I'm going to talk about why being able to correctly identify what your thoughts are is the first step in changing the results that you're getting. A circumstance is something that happens And a thought is the story that a human brain creates about the circumstance. Circumstances are facts, and therefore they're neutral, while thoughts are made up and therefore subjective. A circumstance is a neutral, objective truth. It's raining. That's a circumstance. Whereas, I hate the rain is a thought. My crush hasn't replied to my message is a circumstance, whereas my crush probably doesn't fancy me anymore is a thought. My boss said good job is a circumstance, whereas my boss thinks I'm doing a good job is a thought. Now, that last one is interesting, too, because a boss saying good job is actually a neutral occurrence. It's not good or bad. And some people would have validating thoughts in reaction to that circumstance, while others, say, if they didn't respect or like their boss, might have thoughts where they don't believe the boss and therefore will process that circumstance very differently. The only thing factual, on the only factual circumstance, is that your boss said the words, good job. Thoughts don't need circumstances to exist. We can and and often do generate them whenever we want. And our thoughts stem from a mixture of our socialization, our upbringing, our worldview, our past experiences, and our deeply held beliefs about ourselves. When we're not intentionally trying to separate the circumstance from the thought, the two get conflated into one story and that's the story we end up taking as the premise for whatever it is that we do next. If you don't like the results that you're getting it's probably because you're making decisions based on a conflated story and then reacting to that story as if it's an objective circumstance, as if it's a pure fact and it's usually not. If you're sad because it's raining outside, it's not the rain that's making you sad. It's your thoughts about the rain that are making you sad. If you're angry because you've been ghosted, it's not the fact that that person hasn't been in touch. It's your thoughts about that person not getting in touch that are causing you to feel angry. If you're excited to see a loved one, it's not the existence of the loved one in your space that's generating your feelings of happiness. It's the thoughts that you're having about seeing that loved one that are generating these feelings. 
circumstances are neutral. They don't cause our feelings. It's our thoughts that cause our feelings. So now that we have an understanding of how our minds work, how can we use this understanding to alter the results that we don't like and then to get the results that we actually want? So picture this. You start a new job and you're feeling anxious and frustrated because you don't know what you're doing yet and you're pretty sure everyone around you thinks that you're a burden because they're all having to drop what they're doing to help you and get you up to speed. And then the whole situation feels overwhelming and you start to wonder if you even made the right decision in the first place to join this company. From that story example, what are the circumstances? What are the objective facts? And what are the thoughts? I'll repeat the story, so try to guess along as I tell it. You start a new job, and you are feeling anxious and frustrated because you don't know what you're doing yet, and you're pretty sure everyone around you thinks that you're a burden because they're all having to drop what they're doing to help get you up to speed. And this whole situation feels overwhelming, and you start to wonder if you even made the right decision joining this company in the first place. The facts are... One, you started a new job. Two, you're part of a team. Three, you are having interactions with some team members. And four, you are experiencing a variety of thoughts and human emotions. Those are the only facts in that entire story. The thoughts are, one, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Two, everyone thinks I'm a burden. Three, I made a mistake taking this job. Four, everyone resents me for taking up their time. Five, everyone thinks I'm dumb. Six, I don't belong here. Seven, I should be coping better than I am. And eight, I am letting the team down. You see the difference between the facts that were extracted from that story and the thoughts that came out of that story. When we're not being intentional, a lot of those thoughts would probably have come across to us as if they were facts. I highly recommend doing this exercise with your own dilemmas. Write the story out in full, pull out the circumstances, and then make a list of every single thought that you are having about the circumstance. This is a really useful way to tackle the feeling of overwhelm as it allows you to deal with each thought individually and the effects of each thought individually. Because remember, each of those thoughts will trigger its own individual feeling within you and each of those feelings will determine what actions you take and the actions that you don't take. And then consequently, the results that you get from those actions. Let's play this out for one of the thoughts. Let's let's take the thought, everyone thinks I'm a burden. Now usually when we ascribe thoughts to other people, especially if those people haven't actively expressed those thoughts to us directly, then 
it's usually merely just a reflection of something that we already think about ourselves. So if no one has told you that you are being a burden, and yet you think that everybody thinks that you're a burden, then the actual thought that's at the bottom of that is that you yourself, you believe that you are a burden. So the thought, everyone thinks I'm a burden, is actually the thought, I am a burden. So look out for these as you're writing out your individual thoughts and extracting your thoughts from the circumstance and the stories that you're written out. When you think that somebody else is thinking something about you that they have not expressed to you, that usually means that that is a thought that you believe about yourself. Now, when you tell yourself, I'm a burden, that might generate feelings of sadness or shame, which in turn will dictate how you show up at work. The feelings of sadness or shame are, are what determine what actions you do or don't take. And with this thought playing on a loop in your head over and over again, some of the actions that you might take could be asking fewer questions or turning down offers of help from other people or pretending that you understand things that you don't understand or avoiding trainings and learnings and any other manner of thing that will stop you from taking up space and time because deep down you believe that you are a burden. These are all the actions that you'll take or the actions that you'll avoid taking. Now your results always prove your thoughts true in some way, shape or form. So in this case, your thought was, I'm a burden. And then by taking the actions that we talked about previously, you inadvertently create the conditions for you to become a burden on your team because you're not upskilling, you're not taking advantage of the trainings and you're not getting yourself into a position where you can actually be helpful and useful to the team. And this is the way in which unintentional thoughts that you have and don't address can affect the result that you're getting. If you don't want to be a burden, then you have to start to believe that it's possible, that there's a possibility that the thoughts you're having that are telling you that you are a burden may not be facts. You have to start to believe that there is a possibility, a very small possibility maybe, that your assessment of the situation where the conclusion is that you are a burden is inaccurate. You need that sliver of possibility to help you jump from the belief that you currently have, where you're convinced that it's a fact that everybody thinks you're a burden. You need a sliver of possibility that that assessment may not necessarily be accurate. Because that's what's going to help you feel the way you need to feel so you can show up the way that you need to show up to get the results that you want. 
So if you don't want to be a burden, then you need to find a new, more helpful thought or new, more helpful thoughts that will allow you to feel better so you can take actions that contribute to your team. These new thoughts don't have to be positive. In fact, if they're too positive, your brain's not going to believe them and they're not going to have the desired effect. The new thought just has to be a little bit less harsh than the thought about being a burden that you're currently having. So even something like, it's possible that my presence could be an asset to the team, could be a more helpful thought. It's possible that by asking for help, I'm not being perceived as a burden. Accepting the possibility of being an asset or the possibility that you're not actually a burden could make you feel a little bit more energized, which in turn will dictate your actions. And you might find that you understand new concepts better, you recognize your own strengths, you'll end up speaking up more, you'll maybe ask more questions, and you'll probably be a little bit more accepting of help from your team. The results from this new thought pattern could then be that you create the opportunity for you to be an asset to your team. And you see how your result links back to your thought. The results that you're getting right now are directly linked to the thoughts that you're having about yourself and about the neutral situation that you're in. Circumstances are neutral until a human brain applies thoughts to it. And it's these thoughts that determine how you feel about the circumstance. When you don't want to or can't change the circumstance, but you'd like a different set of results, then examining separate, separating facts, aka the circumstances, from fiction, aka your thoughts, is the very first step. So those are your options. If you don't like the results that you're getting and you are unwilling to change the circumstance or unable to change the circumstance, then you can look to your thoughts and look to change your thoughts so that you can generate the feelings that you need to be able to generate and feel that will allow you to show up the way that you need to show up in order to get the results that you actually do want. That's enough of that. If you know someone who you think needs this episode in their lives, then please share. And as ever, I can help you and them apply these concepts directly to your own personal set of circumstances and results. Just get in touch with me at Lou.